Welcome to the High on God podcast, your regular dose of Holy Ghost encouragement and out of this world down to earth incarnational revelational experiences in our mystical union with the supernatural Jesus Christ. Here are your hosts, Matthew Spinks and Zachary Paul Pratt. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and accompanying YouTube vlog at the links in the description or easily found at www.thefirehouseprojects.com. Now ease back into Abba's arms and enjoy the show. All right, well, uh, welcome to this episode of the High on God podcast. Uh, we're back we're going to have a special guest with us this week. Uh, Shane Runnels is going to join us, and uh, we're excited about that. Shane's been a good buddy of ours for a while, so we'll get into that in a minute. But I um, just want to let Zach share with you. We were kind of starting out our, our podcast with a recommendation segment. And so, uh, yeah, Zach, you got any uh, books, music, or just any resources that uh, you want to recommend to our High on God audience here, things that get... Get us all jacked up on Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. So um, one song that I listened to this week um, that I would love to recommend is by Amanda Lindsay Cook. And um, I, I think a lot of our listeners are already familiar with some of her music. But um, the song Evergreen is a beautiful song. Um, just a great, just a great song. A great picture of God's unconditional love. Um, the way that his the light of his love shines in any situation that you might be facing um, the way that he brings himself into your circumstances with a fresh newness that yes. is incomplete um, it's completely doesn't it doesn't care at all about what you might be going through he he doesn't care what you might be going through as far as if it's bad or anything like that. He just brings himself. He brings himself into your situation. And wow. he brings that fresh newness to any circumstance. Oh, you know he, I love that album. <laughs> yeah. That whole album. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, he filters. The light of the gospel filters all of your perceptions of what you're going through into this beautiful new experience um, of of revitalization so it's a beautiful reminder of that that song um and yeah a book that i'd like to recommend and i've mentioned it on the podcast before is the great divorce by c.s lewis um it's just it has a lot of whack on it there's there's a lot of books about life after death people having visions of heaven or of hell but I think that C.S. Lewis accomplishes something different in this book. He shows a picture of the afterlife from less of a literal standpoint or less of a sort of going up and seeing exactly how things are standpoint. And he approaches it from a more allegorical slant. And he shows the love of God through relationships in a unique way and the redemptive quality of relationships how he moves and works through relationships in a living way as the Word of God. And there's beautiful interactions in that book that brought me a lot of awakening or healing in areas of my life, showing how unconditional God's love is and far-reaching 
and how much it is expressed through our human interactions. So it's a great book. Yep. Yeah, thanks, Zach. Sure. Awesome. Well, uh, yeah, check those resources out, and uh, we're going to jump into our interview with Shane. So uh going to get him on the line here and hope you enjoy it. Thanks so much, guys. So we are here with Shane Runnels, uh, one of our, our good friends from uh, Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, a lot of glory on Shane. Really appreciate him. He's uh, he's got a book out called Ecstatic Life. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Uh, known Shane for, I don't know how many years, maybe six or seven years now. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we've just been excited to to connect with Shane. He's a mystic. He's a <coughs> Jesus, loves the gospel. And, uh, and just to hear from him. And so, so kind of, you know, one of our, our themes lately has just been asking people, like, what are some of your high on God experiences? What are some of your favorite times with the Lord? Um, just, just little testimonies, things that could whet people's appetite for what they could experience. And, uh, <laughs> so yeah, man, just love to, to hear your heart, bro. Thanks for, thanks for being on. Dude, absolutely. It's my, it's my pleasure. I'm pretty sure I invited myself. So <laughs> Well, hold on. Let me let me find an experience really quickly. Maybe I should pull from high on God. Oh no, maybe not. No. Oh wait, maybe let, hold on. Maybe find an experience. Mystics of the Christian tradition. Maybe this is a good one to pull from. <laughs> but, no, no cheating. It has to be. No cheating. Oh, wait, you, you're saying I can't pull it from the ecstasy of loving God? No. <laughs> Don't change the names. Maybe maybe from Dancing with Jesus. <laughs> okay, that one. No, there we go. All right, that's fine. That all right, but that's the final one. That's the final joke I'll make. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> so, oh yeah. Okay. So I'll just I'll just start from the beginning. Um, when I was a kid, I didn't really like grow up like in the church. I mean, my 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 mom would like bring me to church, but like my earliest memory of being in church was like like waking up on a pew and like looking around and there were these like teenagers that would like scoff at me you know like oh he was sleeping you know <laughs> like, a, like a homeless just... person basically then <laughs> <laughs> yes yes i love the homeless anointing yes um yeah but i uh so i also dabbled in, like i was like interested in spirituality later on though like um <laughs> Uh, I also dabbled in like the occult stuff and like looking into like demonology. I was a I was a ghost hunter for a while, and now I don't believe in any of that stuff. <laughs> um, but you don't so believe in ghosts, brother. I don't believe in ghosts. Not not at all. No. Um, I believe in, in our next podcast. Oh really? I, b I believe in psychosis. Uh, I believe in. <laughs> I believe that. Uh, I believe that uh, if you walk into a house that's that's absolutely completely dark, expecting to see something or hear something, you will. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah sure. So I was I was always like into like this the weird spiritual spiritual stuff, and then I started. Um, oh, I'll just tell you my first encounter with Jesus. So I was in high school. I was a senior in high school, and uh, the the English teacher was like, "Hey, I want you to write." Uh, it was it was our final essay, um, and I want you to write um, about a specific scenario in history. And I was like, mm, "What a wonderful time to write about my Lord!" I think you know. <laughs> and uh, so I decided to write about the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, and um, 
and at first I handed him in the essay and he was just like, uh, well, you can't just use the Bible as your sources. And I was like, but I used four, five books from the Bible as my source. And he was like, no, you gotta, you gotta like, you gotta like go out and you gotta figure out what crucifixion practices, you know, they did. And, um, because, uh, the Bible is pretty gruesome, but when you really look into what, what the Romans and what the Jews were doing, I mean, the Romans were relentless. Um, and so I was writing this essay and I was sitting on my bed one night and, um, and it just crushed me, dude, like to be, to, to realize exactly what Jesus went through. Well, have like a, have a glimpse of it, you know, of what Jesus went through, um, to reveal the father, to me, you know, and back then I, I thought, you know, I, I was, I grew up in the South. So like in the Bible, but I'm still in the Bible. Belt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Baptist churches where it was, it was all penal substitution. So I didn't really realize that he was revealing the father. I, was, I thought, you know, like he was being crushed under the wrath of God and stuff. But so, um, <clears throat> while writing this, it just like really crushed me just on the inside. And like, dude, I just started like bawling my eyes out just because I couldn't, I couldn't understand exactly why this perfect person would give his life for me, you know, and why this, um, why this individual would go through such pain, um, give up wine mixed with myrrh, give up any kind of numbing agent and feel everything, um, bleed, bleed, um, he sweat drops of blood because of the stress of what he was about to go through. And I just couldn't get it. Like I just couldn't wrap my head around it, but I knew I was thankful. I was very thankful, but I was also just screaming. I was, dude, I was screaming. I was like crying out like, why, why? And then I was on my knees and um, this is my first encounter with Jesus that I that I remember. You know, like there there are those times in your life where you're pretty sure Jesus was talking to you, but you weren't aware. But this yeah, is the yeah, one where yeah. I, was, like, I was incredibly aware. Um, <laughs> and I was on my knees, and I like I felt like heart palpitations. Like I was feeling so like undone, just wrecked, and like in yeah. so much pain. And then I felt a mystical hand enter into my chest and like grab my heart and and like I just felt this warmth just go all through my body and I felt and I heard not audibly but in the spirit um it was a still small voice but it wasn't that small (laughs) (laughs) and uh, say say, I did it for you and you were worth it and um Uh, and that moment I, 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 like, I look back now, like, now I have, like, references for mystical encounters, but, like, back then I didn't, and uh, I had also been going to a church, and they, and they had, like, been speaking in tongues, and I was like, this is, this is stupid, this is weird, this is, you know, you know, and Shabbat you know, now, uh, but, like, uh, they were speaking in tongues, and, and, like, uh, but, and so I knew that was a thing, and, like, in this moment, like, my jaw is, like, ugh just dropped and like tears are going down my, my, my face. And then my tongue starts like flapping around in my mouth. <laughs> and I immediately went, no, you know, I don't want it. <laughs> yeah, but that was, that was, that was, I, I, I believe like that was the moment that I actually became a Christian, you know, like, wow. um, where, where Jesus, 
like entered into my situation and he like really entered in like when he when he grabbed my heart it let me know that I was going to be okay because I was literally feeling like my heart like was just racing I couldn't handle it um and so I think that my entire life I've just been learning what that means what he said to me in that moment yeah. and you were worth it you know and and uh yeah yeah that was my first one Love it, bro. Was that so? That, was that around the same time you were like studying the crucifixion thing, or was that like a the that was the exact night? Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, yeah. Writing the essay, and I um, wow. sorry, I I was writing the essay, and like it just I just it broke me. I just it was just crushed, dude. I I still so think you were about at it. Home in your room, or you were? I was you were at home. Home in your room, just like reading about Jesus, just studying about Jesus. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was re reading about him, and I was also reading what the Cat of Nine Tales was, and yeah, and yeah, yeah. How, how, like, I mean, I think it's in John where Mary can't even recognize him anymore. Yeah, um, and I think that, I mean, honest, honestly, it says that the, the the Roman soldiers were beating him, and they ripped out his beard, and like, what comes with the? I mean, Zach, if I ripped out your. <laughs> Yeah. He doesn't refer to me. <laughs> <laughs> I know you've been trying for you years. No, you couldn't refer to me. It's okay. <laughs> when you when you rip off facial hair or you rip off clumps of it, what comes with that skin? Yeah. You know, like now it's just to the back hair in that one. Yeah, <laughs> he went this daily, way. Daily experience. <laughs> Yeah. So, it, it, yeah. I mean, whenever, whenever you think about exactly what Jesus would have looked like after all of that yeah, torture, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just a just meat on a tree. Yes. Oh, and um, and I, I remember I had one uh, teacher who told me like it was the worst crucifixion anyone ever ever went through. And when you really when you really add up all of the things, it wasn't a regular crucifixion. It was something ab absolutely terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I mean, to the point where they were surprised, you know, um, uh, shoot, what's his name? Uh, he was surprised how, how long or how, how quickly Jesus died. And, but if yeah, he would have, yeah, yeah. no, um, Pontius Pilate, he oh, was, Pilate. If, if he would have been there to see exactly what he was going through, he wouldn't be surprised at all, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> I, I love that. I love that story. I didn't know which ones you were going to share, but I it reminds me of kind of the mystics of old, some of my favorite ones where they would just kind of go into that crucifixion <laughs> scene, man. And just, there's just so much tangible love and just, just <laughs> the blood flowing and just, you know, to see exactly what you're describing. It's like, man, I think, I think that's, that's an encounter that's for everybody really, you know, that each one of us gets to have our, our time where we really see what he hmm. did for us personally. And man, and I encourage any of our viewers or whatever, look up some, you know, like one of the showings of Julian is one, you know, one of the old mystics that had some of these encounters with Christ at the cross, or of course, you know, uh, Teresa Villa and St. John yeah. of the cross, some of these, yeah. but, uh, St. Julian of Norwich, I think. Is, that's uh, what I was, uh, I was wondering if you were, that's, that's who you're talking about. Yeah. 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 There's, there's a little book called the showings of Julian or, uh, mm. yeah, yeah, it's hammered. <laughs> what was the, what was the next sort of thing you remember after that, as far as like mystical encounter or getting high or. Anything oh yeah. Um, well, so after that, um, I didn't really, <laughs> press in much <laughs> <laughs> <Thank God. laughs> 
I mean, I did. I mean, there was there was definitely a, a charismatic history in my background. I mean, honestly, there was there was a time when I used to lock myself in my room, and and rock back and forth and say, "Faith, faith." Really? That's amazing. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Uh, like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, just, I, I mean, I took what these crazy charismatic preachers said, and I, and I put it to action, and then you realize that they don't do any of those things. Yeah, I've been <laughs> uh, there, man. I, I definitely have to do that. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so the next one, I was actually, it was actually after I moved up here. Well, I was living in Murfreesboro, which is a suburb of Nashville. I live in Nashville now. Well, Antioch, whatever. Um uh, I was living in Murfreesboro and I was sitting in a church and like I was and, and it was like it was a charismatic church because like I've always just been like into the weird, like whatever is weird. It's like that's my first love, you know, <laughs> sometimes I have to apologize to Jesus, you know, like I, I, I really want to just get weird, you know, as if you could be weirder than Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I know as if you can get weirder than Jesus. There he is. I know. This is, this is becoming the theme of our podcast is the, the plastic Jesus now. Yeah. No, it's two in a row. It's required I mean, now. Dancing Jesus. I have this, just the adult Jesus that just oh, stayed. Wow. We can bring in the baby Jesus. This is my favorite. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The infant version. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so the next one, I was, I was sitting in a charismatic church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. I won't, I won't share any church names or anything, but um, uh, I w- there was a specific leader um, that I'm pretty sure you know, and he, he was preaching. I don't even remember what he was preaching about, and in this church, I was seeing people fall out. People were talking about giant, like gemstones popping out of their butts, you know, like all kinds of just weird things. <laughs> and uh and so like i'm i'm loving it but also kind of like hating it and like resenting these people because like they're experiencing stuff that like i i've only experienced on drugs and on alcohol and stuff and and i was like like what the heck you know why not me um and it's not that i really wanted it because i've had desires in my heart to even hear the audible voice of god and then and then i like i'm like no you know <laughs> um it's just kind of scary but like so I, I'm listening to him preach, and he's not even saying anything funny um, and or anything, but I just start giggling, you know, and and, yeah. and then I start laughing, and then I start laughing hysterically, and the, <laughs> who, uh, this, this older lady who invited me to the church, um, she's, she's amazing, uh, and she, she invited me to the church, and, and she uh, just was like, she pointed at me and said, oh, you're getting it, and I was like, I don't know what I'm getting, but it's yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> She'd been there. <laughs> yeah. And, There's and, always an older lady that's been there in the glory. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> They've seen it all. Cloud of witnesses. The one Thank still God. living. Them, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and like after that, after that, I just like, it was just kind of effortless. I would wake up drunk. I would go to sleep drunk. I would just like, and I, I remember one time I was sitting, I was, it was soon after this, I was sitting in, in, in our house in Murfreesboro and I opened up the Bible to like to Matthew, and I was reading the genealogy. I was reading about Jesus, uh, Mary, and I was reading the genealogy of Jesus, and the it just exciting got, part, yeah. dude, <laughs> hammered, dude, like just drunk as a skunk, bro. Like I couldn't, I I couldn't read it because of the tears and the laughter that was coming out of my yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Like this man begat this man, and begat, 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 and I was. Not, <laughs> 
And I just couldn't handle just the level of glory. And that was the moment that I, that was, a, that was another moment for me of like deep revelation where like Jesus takes the most boring things, you know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. and he just turns it into pure ecstasy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying that we can get waxed reading any part of the Bible. <laughs> you don't just pick and choose your favorite parts or? I don't. I actually, I actually love all of the blood. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> no that's My, awesome man. I, I love there, there's nothing like just cracking the bible and just a wave of glory just hits yeah. your face man there's, yeah you know even just sniffing it you know yeah just uh <laughs> oh, i would sniff it. yeah oh um, this I, is the outside of the room here there we go okay, yeah there we go. That's the, that's the one right there i'm sure i've got a copy of my book i can have here <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do have a copy of your book. Here we go. There we go. There we go. Amen. <laughs> a little more, a little more plug and promo. <laughs> plug and check. Yeah. No, that's cool, man. That, so you were just, you were just unexpected. Just got smacked out in a in the service that you weren't even sure about. You just like, and then you yeah. were for days. Yeah, drunk for days, dude. Actually, I'm pretty sure it was it was up up to a month. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and and I go through those seasons, you know, like I I don't want people to think I love what what was his name Cole Cole that was oh, on yeah, last. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love what he was saying. Like we don't want people to think that we're just floating around all the time, or like you know yeah, that. Yeah, we do real life stuff too. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, I'm like after this, I'm gonna go exercise. Like I need to be kind of sober for that. You know, <laughs> like I don't. <laughs> I'll while I'm, you know, um, <laughs> you rebuke me. <laughs> everything (laughs) (laughs) but i do go through those seasons where like it's just i'm just like i can't get away from it you know like i even up you know like less lord like that was a that was a joke that i used to hear but then i actually started saying it you know like (laughs) like (laughs) it's it's funny for me i just feels like there's like there's waves you know it's like we're always in the ocean but sometimes you just get smacked by another wave yeah yeah and and it's I was actually I had a uh, can I share another encounter that just happened yeah, recently? Please, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So like I uh, I recently just I I got I got some hard news. There was a pastor that that committed suicide, and I actually knew that guy. Um, like I knew I was I was um, let me say I was cl- like loose friends with him, you know. And I and I I hit some like like just really low like just sadness and stuff and and um. And for some reason, my brain just automatically wants to, like, go to theology, you know, to, like, correct, you know, correct the current, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. um, which is great, you know, like, which <laughs> great thing to do to, to like, because, like, sometimes you just need a different perspective on how to look at something. Um, and so I was, I was, uh, I was actually, oh, here's another plug for this podcast. I was listening to y'all's meditation one morning. And, uh, and dude, that meditation is drunk. I absolutely, but I was, I was at, uh, I was, I'm just in the spirit and like with my prophetic imagination, like one of my places that I meet Jesus is, is right beside a river. And, um, I'll kind of cut this short because there was a lot of conversation that was had and, um, but, but like, I always see the father and Holy spirit in the river, right? Like playing around and, and inviting me in. And I always see Jesus like right beside me, but this one was like different because this time I saw the father 
and Holy Spirit step up out of the river to come sit with me, you know, in the, in the dryness, if you will, you know, like not in the river. And um, then they picked me up and they brought me in the river and they just kind of like held me there. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I don't want anyone to make a doctrine out of this. Right. This is just <laughs> like held me there. And like, I could feel it like on my skin, like not like I was wet, but I could feel like river currents on my skin as I'm laying in my bed, listening to this meditation. And like, uh, I saw Jesus kind of look down at me and he said, you know, you know, you've been looking at the river for a, a, a while now. You haven't spent a lot of time in it recently. <laughs> and like, yeah. Don't and there's look at it. Jump don't just it. look at it. Don't just jump <laughs> in. And like, and and he told me, he said, like, this is the river. This is the river of healing. Like, this is the river. This is the healing of the nations. And like, and I'm like, oh, I, you know, that, that's a, there's there's a mention of that in the Bible in Revelation. I got that one. Like I said, don't make any doctrines out of this. Um, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, there's there's. I don't even know how I got onto this, but like, there's there's studying and there there's also just enjoying it and like being in it and yeah, yeah, yeah. and like. Um, and sometimes I think I forget that, but like, dude, the, the whole day, bro, the whole day, speaking of just whacked out seasons, yes. the whole day, like I was driving to work and I could feel just like river currents, just like flowing, like, uh, like against me. And also on, I could feel like, I saw, like in the spirit. I could see like waters, like, like rushing through my veins and, and, uh, dude, I was so drunk that I just had, I, I was on my way to work, but I had to stop at Kroger to get everybody candy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know it's the Lord. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I don't know if this if this happens to you too, guys, but like I also when I'm whenever I'm really whacked and I'm just driving around, I look at signs and I just yeah, and yeah, I yeah. just prophetically speak truth, you know. Right, right, right. I was at Kroger one time when I was picking up that those those gummy bears and those chocolate for all my coworkers, and. Uh, <laughs> I was at Kroger and I walked out and, and I saw a sign that said instant pickup and I immediately said Golgotha. Yes, yes, yes. Because I don't I don't get prophetic words anymore. I, you know, like I just I just find them. <laughs> just make them up. <laughs> <sighs> That's good, man. So much glory, bro. So much glory. Hallelujah. Did you have anything else that you were wanting to say? Anything you absolutely had to get off your chest? (laughs) Or you could tell us a little bit about your book, too, man. I was interested if. uh, Yeah, dude. I want to share, or it's just good to be with you. Oh, I intentionally intentionally didn't bring a copy of my book with me downstairs just because I didn't. (laughs) You weren't going to be that. You didn't want to accidentally grab it during the pile. No, I didn't want to accidentally be that guy and grab it in the file. <laughs> I'm very drunk right now. Um, Man, yes, yes, yes. Uh, my book is cool. I mean, Matt's book is better. <laughs> there's actually there's actually some unique sim- similarities in it too. Like like Matt goes through like mystics throughout history, and I go through yeah, mystics, yeah. and like that's so important. Um, I think that I like I, oh the, this is a point I'd like to make um, not even necessarily in the realm of my book but I, I think that I think that we really need to hear that um, like I love that you talked about Sarah Edwards I think I even texted yeah, you about yeah, yeah. that love 
Jonathan Edwards and Sarah Edwards story. Um, they are so drunk, dude. And it's so sad to me that everyone lumps Jonathan Edwards into the, into the preaching of the sinners in, in the hands of the angry God. He only preached that twice, but he only finished it once because yeah. preached it in his own city and he got good applause from everybody. Yeah. He in another city and he's not like this great orator but like he he just he would just read so he would write something and he would yeah, read yeah. from it and yeah. and like out of nowhere he's reading sinners in the hands of the angry god and he hears ah! Ah! No! <laughs> like everyone starts tormenting and and everyone's like tormented and he looks up and he's like and he has to console the crowd you know like calm down oh it's not that bad and i, I can yeah. just imagine what he says but he only preaches it in its full, like fullness one time and that dude walked in some heavy shingding dude if you walk if you if you get a chance to read his um read his autobiography um and like dude just when he describes like just looking at the stars when he <laughs> yeah 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 he was when more he mystic than people realize Dude, but what's so crazy is he was actually a cessationist, but it is recorded yeah. history <laughs> during a time of revival where, where like, like at the churches, you know, like uh, in in England they have the pub, which which is the the center of town. In in our in, in American history, we had the churches that was the center, and like we would put like signs and posts and stuff, um, and there would be like a a board that had um, everyone's sickness and what they needed, right? Mm. For a long stint of time while Jonathan Edwards was there and preaching, that board was empty, which is <laughs> like divine help. Just help through the city, dude. That's amazing. Um, Isn't it so interesting crazy. that so many people that like, they'll start experiencing God, they're experiencing the glory. There's even a lot of people out there that are like having these experiences, but it hasn't changed their theology yet. You know, it hasn't. They'll still, if they, if they get up and preach, they'll preach you into sobriety. But they, <laughs> but at the same time, like they they're walking in so much glory and so much Jesus in their life, anyways. You it's know, like, so true. Yeah. 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 Sometimes our head just hasn't caught up with. And that's where the river is, man. That's yeah, you yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, you know, like you just gotta yeah. be in it, and and that's and that's what's great about. I think I think what during during the awakening, I think that what what was probably going on in their minds, and, and like John Wesley and Jonathan Edwards and and Whitfield, I think what was going on in their mind is 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 probably a little angst from the Reformation, you know, a little bit of that, and and um, but they were they were also deeply spiritual people i mean john yeah, wesley yeah, yeah, yeah. in preaching rock star dude he would bring the house yeah. down literally you know literally. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah so uh, i think i think it's important that we that we look through history and and see that these things these manifestations the drunk yeah, the whack yeah, yeah. Since day one, yeah, um, that's good, bro. And that's and good. I mean, I was even talking with a friend recently, and they and they were talking about the the Kundalini spirit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. Um, and 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 they think they look at like Bethel, and they look at um, like other charismatic churches where where you know the shing ding ding is flowing, and they say, well, this is the Kundalini spirit. And dude, if you've ever watched Wild Wild Country, which is specifically about the Kundalini spirit, yes. and you, that's what's going on at Bethel, you're out of your mind, dude. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. 
But we're it, so used to the, just some form of intellectual dogmatic Christianity that we haven't, uh, you know. Mm. I mean, I think even though Bill Johnson from Bethel said, God shows up in the church and we think he's the devil. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, sometimes he does show up in our theology as the devil. So, um. Yeah, that too, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, 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 man, there's so much to wake up to, bro. There's so much to wake up to. There is, man, and I'm and 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 I'm excited, uh, and I really do think that you and John and like my buddy Brett out in Charlotte, um, like I I really do think that that this marriage of the spirit and the truth, which is something that like I've been desiring for so long, like I I, I started my Christianity studying the crucifixion and encountering Jesus at the same time, you know? And like, I really see like this marriage of the spirit and the truth, like really taking hold in people um, and, and really setting people free. And, and it's so, it's oh, like, Oh, I'm sorry. Did I do something wrong? I, I told them it was gonna they got here. <laughs> no, that's fine. Absolutely. Um, I, I really do. Th I, I really do see this marriage of the spirit, spirit of the truth happening, you know? And like, um, and where people, where people are, are, are having right theology or what you can call right theology, you know, <laughs> um, and also these great encounters that are so powerful. Um, and Here, let, you, let's uh, can you just say again uh, what you said over the last minute start, or so? Start back at the spirit marriage of the spirit and the. Uh, oh, the, yeah. The marriage sure. the, yeah. Yeah, sure. So like the way that I began my Christianity, the, the story that I that I shared was I was studying, I was studying, and then I also had an encounter with Jesus that night, you know, and, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. disconnected those good two. Picture. Yeah, disconnected those two. And it's either you're studying or you're encountering Jesus. Yeah. And, and so like, if you're just studying, then you become like R.C. Sprawl or like, you know, there's these great theologians. Um, but like, they're, they're dry as a bone in, in, in many, in many different areas. I'm not trying to yeah. talk smack about RC sprawl. I was just, that was a thing that came to mind. Um, sure. or, or you're, you're a charismatic that are, ha that's having a lot of experiences, but they're not filtered through the truth. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. And, and and they're creating doctrines. Like I said earlier, don't make doctrines out of spiritual encounters, but they're yeah. creating doctrines out of these encounters. What we really do need is just a great marriage between the spirit of truth and the truth itself, you know, um, and correct thinking and, and, and correct theology, if you will. I mean, we're all learning. We're all kind of heretics here and there, but like, yeah. uh, but, but like, no, I am. yes, I'm definitely, I definitely am in, in, in some areas, it, but like, I'm slowly weeding it out, you know? <laughs> no, that's great, man. I think it's an excellent point you're making there. And, and just the, the testimonies of the experiences you're sharing too, really, I connect with that, man, because Sometimes I've gotten like I've had an experience and then only gotten the revelation of it later. Sometimes I get like a, a revelation and only experience it later. And mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, you know, however it comes, like to know that there, I mean we have the fullness of Jesus to experience, uh -huh. and that doesn't preclude or exclude any part of our being or part of our, you know, it, it's the same talking about our divinity and our humanity. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, why do we have to emphasize one or the other? Why do we only have to emphasize spirit? Why? Yeah. versus natural all that it's like yeah let's be the the full person let's 
experience it's so the full true. person, know the full person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's I mean, that's what the early church was fighting for, you know, like the person of Jesus Christ. Uh, I know I know somebody commented on a status of mine recently and they were like, I don't think we need the Nicene Creed anymore. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, I was actually talking to Brett recently and you, you, uh, he said that you had someone say something like that, too. I don't I don't remember how you responded. Did someone say, like, we don't need the creeds anymore or something? Oh, like? Yeah. Well, you get that uh, stuff all the time. Or just people say we don't need theology or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all together. Well, Which, I liked, Zach posted something the other day that was just talking, I think it was a Torrance quote, but talking about uh, not disconnecting the person from the work of Christ, you know, <laughs> and that's another way to look at it, too, you know, <laughs> a lot of glory. Lot of yeah, there's a lot of whack on things. There's nothing more whack than studying good theology. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. You read it and you're like, how do you guys even write this, you know? <laughs> Like, there's nothing more whacked. There's, the creeds have never been more whacked, and good theology has never been more whacked. Uh, <laughs> if it's, it's not so, whacked, it's not good theology. It's right, right, yeah. right. <laughs> well, anyway, dude, we we try to keep these to about thirty minutes, man. Yeah, we're, sure. We're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. But thank you so much for joining us, dude. And uh, it's awesome. And I, I just recommend any any of our viewers check out Shane. Check out his book. And uh, yeah, it's, it's yeah. good, man. Thanks, thanks for being with us, bro. Dude, thanks for thanks for um, having me. I'm like I said, I'm pretty sure I invited myself, and I'll, I'll invite myself <laughs> next time. You know? <laughs> well, thanks for being high on God, bro. <laughs> You're welcome. It's my it's my deep pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks a lot, Shane, and uh, yeah, blessings, man. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, man. Later. <laughs> See ya. Thanks for listening to the High on God podcast with Matthew Spinks and Zachary Paul Pratt. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and check out the accompanying YouTube vlog where we'll have short guided meditations on the glory of Jesus, as well as additional random coverage and updates from the God High. Also, if you believe in the message we're putting out to the world, consider donating or becoming a monthly partner at www.thefirehouseprojects.com donate so that we can spread the authentic, inebriating good news of Jesus. Alrighty then, until next time, stay high on the supply inside that never runs dry, Jesus Christ.